Thank you and welcome to the premiere episode of A Day in the Lenses. This is a podcast that highlights the lives of entrepreneurs, nobles, scholars, entertainers, and socialites. My name is Lloyd Leon, and this week we have a special guest. This is my brother, St. Manso. He's a phenomenal artist. He's a singer. He's a composer. He's a pianist. And I'm just going to let him introduce himself. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Thank you. Hey, St. Manso here. I'm going to share with you a version of the first piece that's on my latest project, Do What You Can. Hope you enjoy and go check out the rest of the music. Thank you, my brother. You're so Thank welcome. you for being here. Thank, Thank you for you. your patience. Allow me to get set up here. Thank you for uh, this me, is um, the in, I don't know, say inaugural, but the premiere. Yeah. The first episode yeah. of uh, A Day in the Lenses. Yes, sir. I uh, want to highlight my brother. You are an entrepreneur. How do I want to say it? Because I know you. So I'm trying to convey this. To other, be nice. Other, <laughs> to, Whatever you do, be nice. <laughs> to everyone else, um, to the listening audience. Uh, but when I think of, let me just say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce to you Mr. Sam Reeves. He's also artistically known as Saint Mansoul. That's right. And uh, there's a deeper meaning That's right. within that name in itself, and we're going to touch on that. Um, but when I think of my brother, Sam Reeves, 
I think of a person as genuine. It's a genuine Thank individual. You. Thank you. Thank gifted. God. Discipline. Thank God. And a person who's truly mastered his gift. I'm now, bro, your name, I mean, I'm speaking, and I, I, I think uh, what I'm going to say, those who have met you, those who um, know you in this, particularly in this uh, city of Minneapolis, in the mm -hmm. Twin Cities, your, your musicianship, your character, uh, resonates. It resonates. I mean, it's a, um, respected in the corners of um, entertainers and musicians. It's been a pleasure to hear your gift, uh, but to be a friend, a brother, you Indeed. know. So I, uh, it's been a, a blessing. It's almost. Oh my God! How long has been? There? It's been many years, man. Oh, it's been, I don't, you could say many, I, I'm not going to say many, it's been a few, it's been a few good years. It's been a few years. Upwards of a decade, but a few good years. Yes, sir. And, and, and it's been a, a pleasure ever since, man. Yes, so, sir. Um, Vice versa, brother. And uh, so I wanted to start this off with someone I, I know pretty well, but help us, or could you help me? Explain to the audience, yeah. those who are listening, those who may be viewing, uh, the origin. How how did Sam Reeves or Saint Saint Mansoul become come here to this place here? You know. I okay. Mean, well, how far back you want to go? Well, I know this. I mean, you don't have to die, go so deep. Okay. But I know you're. From Liberia, right? Correct. Originally from Liberia. That's right. And uh, and you can maybe expound on it. But how long how long you been in the states now? Or? Okay, so the last time I came to the states was we left out of a war. We left out of the uh, civil war. That there were a couple of phases of the civil war mm -hmm. that we left out of. Um, uh, but I was about seven, maybe eight years old. So, um... A few years, it ain't too... Yeah, not too long ago. <laughs> not too long ago. <laughs> don't let these little couple of <laughs> little sprinkles mislead you. Don't, don't let it mislead you. Um, yeah, so that was the last time I had come to the States, but I've been here uh, as a younger child. Mm -hmm. Prior on on right. a few occasions. So. Now, are your are your are you are your parents musically inclined? How did what was the entry point for music? How did that? That's a wonderful question. You know, how how did that come about? That uh, we always around music, or well, my my father was a Baptist pastor when I was born. Wow, in, in Liberia as in well. In Liberia, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, at okay. uh, Mount Galilee Baptist Church. And uh, my mother was a missionary, um, and ironically, mm -hmm. I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but um, my parents met doing prison ministry. Really? Yeah. Yes, sir. Brother, that's a story in itself. Yeah, that is. Yeah. It really is. Um, and I've been uh, passionate about prison ministry for years. Um, I haven't been fortunate to get out 
to do much prison ministry as of late, in part due to COVID. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of restrictions and hurdles, different things to consider mm -hmm. as of right now. Right. Um, however, for years of my life, I've been very passionate about prison ministry. I've even testified on more than one occasion that mm -hmm. some of the best services that I've been in mm -hmm. um, as it relates to me receiving um, gratification from just being there, mm -hmm. you know, outside of being appreciative for every moment because I'm, I'm definitely grateful. Um, but the prison ministry, those times really stand out in my mind. They're really outstanding to me. Um, and I didn't know why. And mm -hmm. then a few years before my mother passed, God rest her soul, um, uh, she told me how the they met. Yeah, she told me a little bit of how they met. Wow. And uh, and they were both doing ministry in the prisons, and they were working with our sisters and brothers that were on what would be the equivalent of death row here mm, in okay. the States. So um, she explained to me that she had on many occasions ministered to and walked with many prisoners to their death. Mm. Um, and and I know it was the same for my father because he was a chaplain mm -hmm. in the army at the time. And oh, then wow. also he was doing that ministry. Um, so, so we were around music in church. And then my mom, she was a wonderful vocalist. She didn't sing professionally, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but she sang purposefully. Um, she could sing one song all day, 30, 40, 50 different ways. Wow. Yeah, so I mean that, I, I credit my, um, some of my musical creativity mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to that because I heard her do that around the house right. quite a bit, right. you know. Wherever we were, whether we were in Liberia or here in the States, when she was home, when she was singing, I could hear, okay, oh, she's doing it differently this time. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. She was... The remix. Yeah, right. that's right. That's right. But she was she was a solid alto, yeah. um, and she held her tone pretty well. Mm -hmm. However, she was just, um, I think because her spirit was so excited, she just wouldn't allow herself to only sing the song one way you gotcha. know so gotcha. so i credit um some of my musical creativity from uh to her and to that my father him being a pastor in some instances i got i got a chance to hear him sing especially mm -hmm. when i got older as a young adult um and uh he is a, he's not a professional singer but he could hold his tone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He could actually hold his tone better than he would say because uh, I don't think he's as kind to himself. He had an experience uh, being a younger child where a teacher didn't quite compliment him, I'll say okay, that way, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> on his voice. So I think he's a little harder on himself than he ought to be. Uh, but yeah, my father has a, he has a, a very strong voice. He's more of a, a, a preacher and a speaker mm -hmm. um however he can he can hold his tone so i i didn't know uh, 
I didn't grow up around professional musicians in the family. Gotcha. However, my musical, what I was exposed to musically was, it was pretty solid. Gotcha. It was pretty solid. And then I got a chance to hear a lot of music in church and obviously uh, being from Liberia, most African countries are very musical, right. very rhythmically oriented. Mm -hmm. And then there are a lot of instances where um, I came to realize that when in uh, some congregations of predominantly African or Liberian uh, people, I could hear people just naturally gravitating to four or five part harmonies. Mm, I, I could hear it. Right. I could hear it. And so it became a natural thing for me to instinctively, okay, well, how do you feel? Well, go here, go to your natural range. Or if you feel uh, more excited, then you can add with the sopranos or altos or right. whatever. So, yeah, I, I, again, I didn't grow up around uh, classically trained musicians or professional musicians. However, my bass was pretty solid. Gotcha. Yeah. In my, in my, uh, <laughs> as far as I would say. No, I, I get it though. Your sensibility, it, it, uh, cult, your environment cultivated. Your Indeed. School, Indeed. Um, so then, you come here to the States. Yeah. What was your entry point in the States? What, was it different? Musically, uh, what, what stood out to you, like, musically? Okay, so... I started drumming. I started really? playing the drum set. Um, and I started playing the drum set, I I'll say that um, publicly. I'm gonna keep a note on that. Okay. Did your dad come here when I, when I moved? Did he, did he minister here as well? Or is that how, you know, he came, settled in the church? Did he? Okay, so yeah, there, there's another interesting story. I'll give you the short version okay. so we can get to that point. Okay. Um, I was living in Philadelphia for a while with my mom, and uh, again, we had left the war. We couldn't leave with my father because mm -hmm. at the time, he was considered a fugitive in the country because he had defected from the army. What's that? Um, and uh, there were some pretty gruesome rumors Mm -hmm. out as to uh, what the president at the time wanted to do to him. Mm. So it was in our best interest that he wasn't around us physically. Um, there were some instances where I remember even as a child where he would come by in the middle of the night and drop off food and drop off money mm -hmm. um, and then get ghosts because mm -hmm. he, it was for safety and yeah. for our safety as well. Um, so we left, we came to the States and uh, settled in Philadelphia for a while. And uh, make a long story short, I ended up getting hit by a car. Yeah, I got, I got, I got smacked, <clears throat> smacked pretty good on um, one morning rushing off to school with my mom and my younger sister. Mm -hmm. um, we were crossing a pretty big street. Um, in Philadelphia and I ended up getting clipped and my mom said she saw me flying up by the stop sign um, and I landed and thank God nothing broke you know I, I wasn't broken in any way I was definitely hit though mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um, 
So I, I was uh, taken to the hospital and thankfully I, I was tough enough to where I didn't cry until I saw my mom crying, you know, <laughs> you know. Um, but they, they, when I saw that, I, I did get a little disturbed and I, and I started to move a little and they're like, no, 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 you can't mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. ambulance came, they took me to the hospital and um, I was fortunate to leave the hospital that day. Wow. Um, left the hospital that day on my own strength. I was fortunate to be able to walk and everything. And when I got home that day, after not talking to my father for a little more than a year, um, because I remember there was a point in time where I thought my father had been killed, God mm -hmm. forbid, um, because we didn't have the consistent contact. <clears throat> right. Um, so after thinking that and, and doing my best to navigate through life and uh, being the young man of the house, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that day I got a call from Liberia because my dad got wind that his boy got hit by a car. That day he called. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So when he called, um, I answered the phone and it was after a few rings. So I started acting as if I was the, the voice message. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at me, man. <laughs> um, uh, and this is back in the day when some of y'all are not going to know anything right. about what I'm about to right. say in the right. next 10 seconds. Right. But this is back in the day when some of the phones had the little rotors. You you, you know what I'm talking mm, about. You was there. Yeah, you, was, yeah, yeah. you was then. <laughs> you was around then. Don't try. <laughs> so uh, I answered the phone, acted like I was answering machine and said, yeah, you've mm -hmm. reached the Reeves residence. Uh, please leave a message at after the beep. Beep. And he said, yes, this is Reverend Reed. I said, Dad, Dad. <laughs> Dad. I started, I was, you know, you I was so like, excited. Call me back. That's right. No, 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 no. Don't call back. This is me. This is me. <laughs> so I was so excited. And, uh, and due to his commitment to, to me and to his family mm -hmm. um, and God's provision, mm -hmm. I was um, blessed to not only reunite with my father in a phone conversation that day, but the very next day he was on his way to the States, to America. And uh, when he got here, um, obviously because of the distance and time and different things, he and my mother weren't together for a while. so they reunited and when they reunited he chose to come up to Minnesota we was like Philadelphia cold wasn't cold enough <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to come up to Minnesota to build some character <laughs> yeah I guess so I guess so man <laughs> but no in all truth he had a uh, an opportunity to share at a a well-known church in Minnesota mm -hmm. um, um, as the Minister of Education so he came up and he preached by his lonesome and then he came back to Philadelphia and they must have liked him. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they said, come on up, Reverend, and move if, right, if, right. if you like. So 
We moved, he and his family, we moved up to Minnesota. I call gotcha. it Minnesota right. because when it snows, it snows. For those of you that are not, oh, Minnesota got it for you. <laughs> come on down in the winter. If you think you done lived through a winter, come to Minnesota's uh, finest. <laughs> you gonna get oh, it. Oh, bro, that's a whole, yeah. Yes, sir. So that's that's how we ended up in, in, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yes, sir. Blessed. So you got on the drums. Got on the drums, and uh, I started playing the drum set mm-hmm. at, uh, at the same church where my father was the uh, minister of education. Now, I say drum set, the trap set, because it's my, in my thinking, and I've been wrong before, so I, I stand to be corrected at any time. Um, from my cultural experience being back home in Africa, I, I think all Africans play drums, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. and if you don't, just tap into your heartbeat. There's rhythm in there. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, and even in school, there was a, uh, a class or a, um, a subject that we took time to embrace called cultural, culture time, mm-hmm. culture studies. And in that time, everybody got a chance to get in a circle and dance and or beat the drums, you know. Gotcha. So we were exposed um, to a lot of music and uh, me playing the trap set, it didn't start until later. So when I was here playing the trap set um, in Minnesota, I was blessed to connect with the great Deacon Elijah Brown. Mm. I don't know if you ever got a Mm -hmm. chance to hear him. Oh my God, brother. This brother, God bless his soul, he's passed on now. Um, But Deacon Elijah Brown, for anyone that got a chance to hear him, they know what I'm talking about. That man could sing, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And what was the common practice was that he would get up and sing the preparation hymn so that the hymn right before the mm, sermon, gotcha. he would get up and sing that. And then sometimes he did other concerts and different things. I didn't know anything about that until I started to play drums for him. Gotcha. When I started playing drums for him, he started to invite me to different uh, events and different venues. Mm-hmm. And, and actually even, he was the first one to, to pay me as a drummer. Wow. So, and I think I was in, in junior high school so, so I had to feel real good. Oh, it felt great. I mean, and he worked me too because yeah, yeah. it was a different approach to mm-hmm. drumming mm-hmm. outside of what was done in church and mm-hmm. what I was was exposed to as a drummer in church. Gotcha. Where I was playing for the choirs and playing for service, he when we went out, he was sharing quartet music. So that was Although you can do all your fancy riffs and, and, and yeah on the drums, we want you here, right here, right, right, right locked right. in the pocket, and don't get out. <laughs> We're gonna move together. Right, right. Yes, right, sir. Right, so right. that it gave it taught me a lot of uh, discipline mm-hmm. from a musical standpoint because although I was enthusiastic and very, um, very much so enthusiastic, I needed to temper that with a level of discipline that would allow my enthusiasm to come through my playing. Mm -hmm. However, I needed to do what was required for that genre of music. So it it was a beautiful experience for me. Um, But that that was pretty much my start 
starting, I started on the drums. And then, and then, um, the gentleman that used to play piano for Deacon Elijah Brown, um, somehow something happened and he, he wasn't available anymore. And I had been, I would say flirting with the piano. Right, I, I was right. very interested in, in the piano to some degree. Um, and I say it that way because drums were still calling me. Right, right. Um, and then uh, something got a hold of me. And I say it that way because mama prayed. Yeah. My, mom, my mom prayed. And yes. I remember her saying, um, you know, expressing her desire for me to play piano. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was because I was beating on everything yeah. all the time. <laughs> so she was probably like, Lord, please take his hands from beating to playing, please. <laughs> and God heard her prayer. I'm grateful. Right. Um, but that that was my start. And, and again, uh, Digny Elijah Brown was the first person to hire me as yeah. a pianist. Um, he saw the potential. He saw, he said, he said, now, Sam, <laughs> he said, uh, yeah, now I'm not able to get this other brother. I won't say his name. He said, mm -hmm. he's not available right now. So he said, but I see you've been, you've been hitting at the piano. Uh, you, you, he, he, can you, can you, can you catch the tune? I said, well, you know, let's, let's see. So I went over to the piano and, and, and we were in a studio at the time. Wow. When he asked me that. So. And he sang the song through, and I played along with them. He said, yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow. That's it. So now, how old were you then at this point? <clears throat> at that point, I was, I want to say, just getting into high school. So I had to be about 15, 16. Gotcha. Yeah, maybe about 15, 16. So that bug was in you now. Right? Yeah, it was, oh man, it was it was rolling, brother. I was I was having the time of my yes, life. Yes. Uh, I was having the time of my life learning and being around um, such high quality musicianship. Right, right. You know. So uh, at that point, were you trying to study quartet music or was you, what other genres, genres of music started? Uh, Did I dabble spark in? Your, spark your interest where you're like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm playing quartet. If I hear this as well, I can, oh, I can, I can hear this, I can play this. You know, I wasn't so much exposed to uh, different genres um, until a little bit later. I, I could... I could always find myself enjoying just about any style of music. Mm -hmm. So when I heard music, I was often, I mean, even a lot of rock and roll, I would hear it and, and something would catch me, either the drums or yeah. the, the guitar, the chords, something would catch me to where I just like, okay, I can at least listen and start to dissect some things and enjoy it to some right, degree. Right. Um, uh, but when I was playing quartet music, it was more so... I would make sure that I was playing the right thing mm -hmm. to fit the voice, you know, what the voices were doing. Right. And then um, I was very much influenced by the gospel artists mm -hmm. of the time because that's where a lot of the choir music was being influenced. A lot of the choir music was coming from uh, the Timothy Wrights, the uh, James more, mm, uh, yeah. um, even some of James Cleveland's tapes, you know, but 
they were a little bit further removed from the young people's, right. you know, version yeah, yeah, of gospel. Yeah. Kirk Franklin started to... Yeah, uh, that was that to, break. That was yeah, that break that was, at that point. Yes, right indeedy. Kirk Franklin's influence was um, was pretty strong uh, on my life uh, mm-hmm. from a musical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that because he was on the radio and a lot of other artists were too. Um, but I remember hearing a lot of his music on the radio and I started to challenge myself to practice with the radio. Gotcha. So I would challenge myself to listen and practice in a three-dimensional way, listen expecting, listen with it, and listen in retrospect, and then also play. Um, so I'd be listening for what's coming next, expecting, mm-hmm. and then I'd also be playing with the piece, and then mm-hmm. if I missed something, I'd be listening in retrospect, and I'd go back and play what I missed, mm-hmm. and then make sure that my ear is keeping up with what's going so that I play what I miss and then catch up by playing up to, okay, now we're here. <laughs> and so it was, uh, that, that helped a lot later in my life because little did I know, one of my first experiences as the organist for a church, I, w- I would be learning songs, plural, mm-hmm. on the way to rehearsal. Wow. Um, in the car with other people in the car talking, mm-hmm. having a good time. And I'm learning the the music and the vo- the vocal parts because the choir director wasn't as strong with hearing mm-hmm. vocal mm-hmm. parts. So some of those uh, well, that's some that's uh, some of those self imposed concent- challenges helped. That's uh, that's some concentration, bro. God knew what you he know? was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I was being crack- prepared. Right, right. Everybody cracking jokes back then. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, man. And they they did not let up um, unless I was like really like, hold up, man, please. I need yeah. to hear something, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But most of the time they'd be talking, carrying on, and I'm, and it wouldn't, again, it wouldn't be just one song. Mm-hmm. They would, she'd play like three or four songs and then like, okay, you got it? All right, here's the other one. And this is in the days of tapes when, right. when the tape player was good. Okay, right, right. here's the other. Oh no! Okay, gotta flip the tape. <laughs> flip the tape. Yep. Okay, go. there it is. All right, this that Marvin Sapp song that I really right. like. You like it? You don't know it? Now I gotta learn it in the car with it. Well, no complaints. Here we go. Gotcha. So, Here we going. Yes, sir. Bro, that is phenomenal. And then how much was the issue with the tapes when they? It's change the keys. Yep, sometimes that's right. You know it, you know it, you know it. Sometimes the key was totally different on the tape because because it was worn. You already know. So we get to church and I'm like, wait, that was, I was hearing. Yeah. Wait, now hold up. It's a whole different. What is your, how, because somebody else might have a tape, one of her family members or something like, what does your tape say? Oh, okay, that's a totally different key. All right, so. It's it's yeah. all a part of the process. You got nothing to worry about these days. Well, instant. Yeah. I mean, instant. I wouldn't say nothing to worry about. Well, you but. know, it's instant. Digitally, it just we got to rewind. We just slide our finger. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Literally slide our finger to the to the second. Oh man, it's a new day. <laughs> it is a new day, brother. Bro, you didn't have YouTube. No. As a kid. No, sir. So. How did you learn? I, I mean, I kind of, you touched on this once before, like being in school mm-hmm. and just 
staying in the in the uh, oh, the, in the choir room. The, in the choir room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no YouTube. You yes, just, sir. You yeah, just... yeah. I used to sneak off to the choir room sometimes. Don't do this, children. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the path that is right. Yeah. Um, yes, I I snuck off to the choir room quite a bit because there was a beautiful Steinway in the choir room. Man. Gotcha. And um, I would dare to say it was something similar to um, to Samuel being called by by the Lord when he was a young child. Mm-hmm. I it, some people say the most one of the most common nicknames for God is something when they say, "Oh, something yeah, told yeah, me yeah. something. Something just told me to move. Something just told." Right. So I would dare to say it that. Something I, I better I better do better because I know better. God mm-hmm. was working in me mm-hmm. in so many ways um, musically to where I, in some instances, I could not just sit in the classroom because I'd be sitting there and I'd be thinking about mm-hmm. music so hard mm-hmm. that in some instances it was like I, Teacher, I hear you. It's social studies. I get it. Right. I get it. I promise you I do. I'm following the lesson plan. But then sometimes it was like, you know what? Uh, I think I should be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And and I would oftentimes find myself either between classes. I'd find myself off into the choir room right. practicing. And uh, I would challenge myself in that, too. Um, I'd make myself... Uh, Going back to my mom doing her thing 20, 30 right. different ways, I'd make myself play one song 10 different ways, and I'd make myself remember. I challenge myself to remember. Mm-hmm. The first time you played it, okay, this is the original way. Then you played it the second time, it was more legato or mm-hmm. more flowing. Then you played it the third time, it had more of a Caribbean feel. The fourth time you played it, it had more of a classical feel. The fifth time you played it, had more of a gospel feel. Mm-hmm. And then I challenged myself to remember that and then to do it on call at will whenever I sat down. So then when I move from the piano, I want to be able to go back and play this song in the seventh, the way that I played it for for number seven. Gotcha. So bro. the challenges, the self-imposed challenges just kept going, bro. That, that touched on a lot of things, <clears throat> and we're gonna we're not gonna maybe on our, we're gonna speak again, of course. Please do. Um, I'm not gonna hold on this, but you know, we I was having a conversation. Matter, matter of fact, it was last night, and uh, my wife read an article about a teacher in the Philippines, or it was, but she, they were doing testing. Okay. And the, the teacher was like, I'm, I'm coming back to work. Uh, the teacher was stating, um, if your child doesn't do well mm-hmm. as you expect them to, Pardon. don't be so hard on, the, on yeah. the child. Yeah. Because, you know, this child may be a musician. He may not be focused on social studies. Yeah. He, uh, or uh, he may... Uh, May not be a, a mathematician, or she. You, you know what I'm saying? Like absolutely, like man. Our school systems, our <clears throat> especially in America, the American culture kind of mm-hmm. silos mm-hmm. our thoughts. Mm-hmm. 
you should be this. Yeah, this is how we're going to learn. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is how we're going to learn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is you. Yeah, this is, this is how you have to do it. This, yeah. And it's typically, uh, and it led us to, um, and I saw an Einstein quote, and I try to remember, I should have remembered, but it essentially said, if you're going to judge a, a fish, by climbing a tree, you know oh, what I'm saying? Oh no, you, the you fish is yeah, yeah. The, the fish lost. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't judge fish. Damn, yeah, I hate <laughs> right. to say it that way. He's, he's and so not. you got to put everything in perspective. That's uh, right. And, um, put the fish in the water. And, and and some of us miss our genius. Yes. Because we're conditioned to go a certain yes, sir, a certain way, a certain route. But that's uh, you. Yeah. I, I was just going to speak to that point briefly. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a powerful point that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. and uh, my heart goes out to all parents raising children because that is another delicate dance yeah. that parents are blessed to engage in uh, when raising a young one. My father, I was blessed to have a conversation with him when I went off as a a teenager in my latter teens, I was about 19, to play for a really well-known artist at mm -hmm. the time. He, mm -hmm. This artist was the the artist. He was yeah, he was the creme la creme. I mean, mm -hmm. when I, in rehearsal mm -hmm. for this artist, yes, Kirk Franklin came to rehearsal, really, and he was one of the people that came to just to check out the rehearsal because right. they were you know, so it was it was a really big deal. And when I when I was out for the rehearsals. Um, down in Florida, mm -hmm. um, my father and I had a conversation on the phone. He wasn't, he, I think he was up in Minnesota at the time. Um, but he, he, he said, Sam, he said, well, it, it seems like you, you're really serious about this music thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, yeah, dad, you know, by that time I had put in many a days where I'd practice upwards of 12 hours by myself. Wow. Um, and that was in part because of all of the sounds that I was blessed to hear mm -hmm. and my desire to bring them forth accurately. Mm -hmm. I want to hear what I'm hearing here, out here, right. accurately. Right. Um, so he, he said, well, he said, you know what? I don't know what, you know, what God has for you exactly, you know. Um, so he can really see it totally, right? right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's he's a preacher, so you know, father, son. He and I'm his junior, so mm -hmm, he, mm -hmm. the expectation or right. the desire from him is like, you know, come on, come on, right. you know, come on, take <laughs> over this, you know, <laughs> come on, say something. Yeah, yeah I know what um, you mean. So yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. Um, so I was in that conversation and then he kept talking and he said, you know, he said, you serious about it and, and I can see that. And he said, I can also see that God is opening doors for you with mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. He said, so I will tell you this. He said, if you're gonna do it, do it to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. Do it to the best of your ability. He didn't say go challenge somebody else. Right, he right. didn't say go try to be like somebody mm -hmm. else or go try to outshine somebody else he I was very mm. I was fortunate to not right. have that um, pressure that yeah I would even dare to say that misleading mm -hmm. um, to because some people some people find themselves by challenging 
their skills against others. I, w- I would encourage you to, or encourage each one to be their best self mm-hmm. because in that you can discover your true self without having to, okay, I did, and now I'm looking over here. Right. How's he doing? Uh-uh. Right, because right. that can build a level of envy that mm-hmm. some people, and then it comes through people's music too right, because right. that's you making the music. Right, so, right. But he, he told me that, man, and brother, it was, again, although I was already, I was away from home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was, my actions spoke louder than my words. Right, right. Um, I was in it. I was committed to it. But when he said that it really, it was literally as if chains fell off. Not only did chains fall off, but it was, I felt the push on my back, the support mm-hmm. saying go. Mm-hmm. I felt it beyond his words. Mm-hmm. I felt it. And it continued. I mean, some of our rehearsals while we were out there were uh the first rehearsal was about 17 hours total. Whoa. Yeah, and we played one song. But again, thankfully for me, you already been, I had you already know, been put, conditioned to long that work ethic. So yeah, that work ethic, it didn't scare me at all. I was like, okay, when's tomorrow we rehearse? <laughs> cool, sure. <laughs> sure, I was ready. Wow. Um, yeah. 17 hours. Yes, yeah, sir. But, and that was in one song, right? Yes, we played one song. For about about the first three days, almost to the first week, we played that one. We played one song. Wow! I mean, and I'm we're twenty years removed from that now. Mm-hmm. I can still hear boom, mm-hmm. boom, mm-hmm. boom. I can hear that song. <laughs> yeah. Wow! <laughs> I'm sure the drummer could play some of the keyboard parts for that song. Yeah, he heard it that many he times. Heard, we heard it that and played it that yeah, many times, yeah. and that was the. Um, Method behind the madness as well, because Mm -hmm. the idea was for us to have our parts so well that we could be awakened from a deep slumber on a tour bus, get on stage, make it happen, and then go back and sleep. (laughs) So, it, it, it. There's levels to this. There's levels to this, man. Yes, sir. Um, Saint Monceau. Yes. Where do I want to go? Because I, I wanted to touch, since we're here, we had, a, uh, you know, one of, one of our chess battles. Mm. Mm. Uh, the great game. And I, I, I wasn't successful. <laughs> At least two or three. Well, we we always get, successful. Get, we we get, both successful. Anytime we play, we're both successful. I'll I get say a it few, that I way. Give, I get I get a few wins. In. Yeah, every now and then. But yeah. one conversation you mentioned success. How you define success? Yeah. I don't know if you could uh, reach back. Yeah. But how, how how do you define success? Or how you? It was. Yeah. Uh, success for me, the way I define success personally is for me to function well wherever I am. Function well wherever I am. So wherever I'm blessed to be, uh, you heard me mention um, my passion for prison ministry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been fortunate to be in many prison ministry scenarios. Wherever I am, 
I am to function well, mm -hmm. and that is success. So whether I'm in a prison, whether I'm in a school, whether I'm in a church, whether I'm at home, whether I'm with my friends, whether I'm in a, a courtroom, whether I'm standing uh, facing opposition, whatever, wherever I am, I am to function well because I'm blessed to do so. Right. And that, in my view, is success. I love it. I love it. I love it, bro. You, now that could lead to the meaning of Saint Mansoul, because I know you as Sam. Yeah. Sam Reeves. Yeah. Um, but a new audience is becoming uh, embracing. Thank uh, you. you know, uh, Saint Mansoul. Yeah. Express uh, that. Saint Mansoul. Saint Mansoul. So that came to that came to me a flattest, for lack of better words. Okay. Um, I was thinking and praying about a name that would fit me, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. would would uh, speak clearly as to who I am mm -hmm. as an individual and my artistry. Um, so Saint Mansoul basically breaks down to Sam the man, student of life. So apropos, it's really you, bro. <laughs> it's really and, and, you. and that was I, when I heard it. I didn't hear it anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, again, something. Yeah, said God. Said. Yeah, something. Said. <laughs> something said. Yeah, no, man. God, said, God was speaking to me, and and he said Saint Mansoul, and I said, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I said, wait, now, saint, you know, because some people hear a saint and then they start, oh, you, you think you are, right. you think you elevated, you think right. you above somebody else, you think you holier. That's not what that means. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's recognizing my manhood, my uh, personhood, Sam the man, mm -hmm. and then who I am is a student of life. That's, That's real. That's real. I, and I can... I know this because of your our conversations. Yes, sir. Uh, our conversations, and of course, with brothers. Yes, sir. So we, you know, but it, it goes uh, deeper than the surface. Yes, sir. We speak on a lot of social issues. Indeed. You know, Indeed. Uh, yeah, you give some good food for thought, and, my brother. Bro, it's like they say, iron sharp and iron. That's I right. I learned a lot That's in right. our conversations. You know, I learned a lot. <clears throat> and so. Um, I think it's so fitting that the name. What was the? Uh, you have a new album out, so yep. everyone who's listening, who's watching, uh, there's a new album out. There is. And what was the? Because I remember, I, I'm not new to your music. Yes, sir. But was there a new direction or new? How would you describe this album? Hmm. Nice. That's a. Big question. I would, first of all, the title of the album is Do What You Can. Do What You Can. Um, I believe that I am purposed to use my gifts as an instrumentalist, as a vocalist, mm -hmm. as a musician, to encourage people um, and to uplift my sisters and brothers, mm -hmm. even myself, um, and to glorify God overall. That's, that's my personal commitment and mm -hmm. that's my belief. 
as to why I'm blessed with the gifts that I have musically. Mm -hmm. um, so the title, Do What You Can, uh, it, that's the title track. And, and I was so blessed to work with um, quite a few people on this project, a group from South Africa named 2911. Uh, nice. They were in the States at the time, and they were so gracious with their time and energy. Mm. Oh, my God. Um, and they did an awesome job working on the project with me. And then I also had uh, Mr. Robert Robinson, who is... Legendary. Oh, legendary. Legendary. And, and this brother is not only a friend to me, which I'm very fortunate to be able to say, but um, he, he supports my ministry at every turn that he's able. Mm -hmm. And I, I so appreciate that. I'm blessed to accompany him mm -hmm. and have been... Uh, yeah, I have a strong... Um, I can see, you know, I, I, I witnessed it. That, that, that bond's been going on for yes, many sir. years now. Yes, sir. It's many been... Uh, we've got two decades invested in... That's beautiful. Yes, sir. That's and beautiful. me accompanying him as a, a vocalist. And I often tell people um, that have seen us in concert when I'm asked, uh, well, how did you think things were? I, I, I had the best seat in the house. Because <laughs> right, right. I could hear him clearly. <laughs> right, right. So uh, he's extremely gifted. Um, but outside of Robert Robinson, I also worked with Miss um, Paris Bennett on a song. Um, she's legendary. Oh, and she's, she's young, so. She's young, but she's got, she's, she she's, is blessed. Yes, oh my goodness. Yes. Sister can well, sing. And then her, her bloodline. Oh yeah, her, her bloodline. Then, I mean, it's, it's in them. legendary. It's like. in them, man. It's in them. They, they got music up and down, man. Yeah. Uh, but her contribution mm -hmm. to the project, uh, she sang with me on a song titled Live to Love that I wrote. Um, and it's got a little bit of a Calypso vibe, mm -hmm. um, but she she just, in my view, she wrecked the song right, in right. a good way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also uh, uh, a newer artist, um, this young lady, um, uh, Lois Cassell, she sang on Live to Love as well. And we've been doing some, some work on some other projects. This, she's an awesome vocalist as well. Um, so yeah, in short, the title of the the album is Do What You Can, and I was thinking of ways that I could say to people or tell Encourage. folks what to do. Gotcha. Tell, you know, without being rude. Because yeah. you start telling grown folks what to do, then they start feeling like, That's oh, it. well, who are you? So, <laughs> But you know what, it, it falls in line with what you were saying, though. Like, um, do what you can. It's very encouraging with what you got got to start at a certain point you have your gift mm -hmm. and start at a, your meaning of success yeah. being efficient with what your gift yeah. do well and what you know wherever you are with so what you got start do, there do what you can um i love the project bro thank you brother man thank you from top to bottom bro thank god thank you bro and so um we're not going, we can go on. I got a few, let me see. I must, um, before I go, because we can go on and on. We speak a lot about your piano playing. But, bro, the bro is nice on the vocals, too. Uh, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Thank you, bro. I'm going to tell you, I was so shocked. 
this was a, a few years back, and you posted, you playing, you were singing as well. Okay. And somebody I knew this in the musical circles yeah. in Minneapolis and in the Twin Cities, St. Paul, made a comment like, Sam, I didn't know you sang. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how in the world? <laughs> she, old yeah. school, well, no, it's, it's so random. How does she not know that oh, you sang? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. And it's like, it's amazing that not that's still like a revelation to some. What I mean, this wasn't probably not now with the new album coming out, but you, bro, you're nice. Thank you, bro. When I say nice, it was like coming from you. Culture, that's, that's, culturally, no, no, bro. That's humbling because no, this bro. guy can no, sing. Bro. Oh, he can sing. <laughs> Ask his wife. He can sing. I was there. He's like, he can sing. Here you go. Here you go. No, bro. Yeah, I, culturally, when I say nice, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, sir. I, I think I first heard you sing. I'm a shout out to. They are peers. Y'all had a phenomenal group. Yeah. One one accord. Bro. Yes. Oh yes. My God. Oh, one accord. I love. I, I love. listened to y'all and I said, oh, we but this blessed. is crazy. Yeah. I sat and listened to y'all. And I used my brother Rob had this tape. Yeah. And I promise he had this tape of y'all performing and I listened to it. We listened to it on several man, oh, wow. like That's kind. in your rendition of Amazing Grace. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Oh my God. Now I, I did the music for that, but yeah. that was written by uh, uh, Gerald Woods, I believe. He and Love Gerald. He and his sister Markeisha Woods. I think they came together on uh, the mu- the vocal aspects of it. Oh my and God! Genius. Aspects. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I was, was so a, fortunate to be in the group. You know what? You know what? This is gonna, we're gonna do it here. I'm about to call some people. Uh-oh, uh-oh, <laughs> I gotta uh-oh. put in a call. Uh-oh. But man, the world needs to see that, man. That's, I mean, oh boy. It was, I was blessed. But your musical inspiration, your Thank vocal you, inspiration, I, you. where they coming? I know your mom saying, mm-hmm. but who who sparked it? Who was like, whoa, mm. I want, that man, they're singing. I want to, or this lady, here's. Yeah. Um, I've. I've been blessed to gather inspiration from many sources mm-hmm. and to always remember to use my voice. Got you. Not to use my inspirational sources mm-hmm. voice. Got you. So not to become a, a mimic of Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. not to become a mimic of Sam Cooke. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, in as much as I enjoy their, you know, what they gave, uh, I love what one of our pastors say, uh, and I shared with you earlier, uh, said, be yourself because mm-hmm. everybody else is taken. Right. <laughs> I yeah, love that. I good. love that, man. That's and I, I've been living by that for years. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, but yeah, I, I've got many sources, man. Um, Again, and not only a gospel artists, but some secular artists too. Celine Dion. Um, oh, I love Celine Dion. Miss mm-hmm. uh, um, Mahalia Jackson. Don't mm-hmm. play with me about no Mahalia. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> uh, Mahalia Jackson. I can listen to her morning, noon, and night. Um, uh, 
Ella Fitzgerald. Gotcha. Oh, I'm, I, I love the First Lady of Song as she was uh, most righteously named, I would dare to mm -hmm. say. Um, Nina Simone. Mm -hmm. um, oh, the list goes on, my brother. Gotcha. And then from an instrumental standpoint, some of the people that stand out are uh, Father Earl Haynes or Earl Hines. Um, uh, Art Tatum, you can't get away from that, brother. Right. Monstering all over the piano. And then um, uh, Oscar Peterson, very strong, positive influence musically, just his attack right. on the piano. I, I really, I, I gathered a lot from that. Um, and then also, even some of my other brothers uh, named Johnny Costa. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. And then uh, some of the classical sisters and brothers, Pavarotti. I've listened to people wouldn't know. I've listened to so many <laughs> concerts of Pavarotti and interviews and different things where uh, they're sharing different techniques yes. from their bel canto system right um and uh yeah man the, the sources go on look i, I was laughing because it reminded me of a um, story you know our brother um rob robert yeah. cole oh yeah big rob big rob what they call him yes right? sir right? yeah yeah that's what they call him <laughs> uh, we got you big rob and he was telling me this story i guess he was at a rehearsal i was um and he said, how did you learn how to sing this well or even play this well? And he told me that you just sat there and studied these opera opera singers. You mentioned Pavarotti, so I was thinking that what brought brought them in. Okay. And he, uh, he told me that you, you would just study and mimic that technique. And he also said you play or learn Beethoven or Mozart by ear. Yeah. He's he, when he tells the story, he's like, he's like <laughs> what? That's my brother, man. So, <laughs> God bless Rob. <laughs> he's a so, wonderful yeah. musician himself. Oh, he's yeah, he's yeah, a very yeah, solid musician, not. Rob. <laughs> um, yes, I I did. I spent a I spent some time studying Mozart and some Beethoven and some Bach. So opposed to reading, you rather just sometimes just take it in. Yep, internalize the music, and then um, it's very similar to uh, uh, even in the classical field. There's a method called the Suzuki method. Okay. Uh, of training um, cl young classical musicians or classical musicians, mm -hmm. um, where they taking bits, breaking the piece down. You're taking it in bits and pieces, and gotcha. then you master this piece, and you're taking it just in chunks, you know. Um, and it's not so much by the sheet as it is you hearing and dissecting. You're living with it yes, for a while. Yes, living man. with it, mm -hmm. internalizing the music. So I, I, I took that approach. Um, I do read sheet music. Mm -hmm. I'm not the best sight reader, you know, so don't don't come just throw... <laughs> the book in front of me, like, hey, yeah, read, hey, man, send that to me, email that to me beforehand, you know, right, <laughs> so right. I can see what's going on. Right, 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 right. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I I challenged myself in that way, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I remember that conversation. He was blown. Rob. He was like, what? He told me Rob's a dialect. <laughs> because uh, I seem like Sam. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> I seem like Sam. Yep, <laughs> yep. 
Man, but I am I'm grateful we had this opportunity to talk, bro. I am as well, man. I, I hope that our, our listeners learn more about you. I hope they will um, learn down. more of the good stuff. Oh man, yes. Yeah, yeah, all the good stuff. Yeah, who, who got some? Everybody got. Because I heard you say you, you know people, and you gonna call <laughs> no. people, call the people that talk no. about the good stuff. <laughs> oh no, man, you're good, great guy, man. Bless and you, um, brother, likewise. Keep keep doing it, bro. I mean, because really, your your gift uh, inspire a lot of people. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank God. And it's very respected. And um, I'm root, yo. You're my brother. I'm rooting for you, bro. And uh, Vice versa. I don't know. I hope everyone just download, buy, yes. listen, stream. Go get that. You know, stream. You can come to my yeah. website, St. Manso's yeah. website. Yeah, yeah. You can come to St. Manso's website out. and check out Do What You Can. I'll have some more information that I'll pass on to you yes, sir. about when it's uh, released onto all the platforms, social media platforms, gotcha. because it is on some right now. However, me being a novice to... You're a musician. That, that, yeah, man, yeah. Bro. See, I'm the hands-on man. I, I'm Listen, used to being in the back. <laughs> this social media thing is work, bro. This it's is work. work. So I, I totally understand why people hire yeah. social media I coordinators, especially. You know what I'm saying? It, so just, oh, to keep up. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Just, and, but so we want you to concentrate on your genius. Thank you. Thank Just you. keep doing you, keep bro. Keep me in my happy place. And uh, let the team yes, sir. <laughs> work on your uh, your social media posts. Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, keep it up, man, because we really enjoy it. We thank God for your gift. Amen. Uh, allowing us to, uh, to witness this. And uh, I want to say something else. I think that's it. And the content, if I, uh, I will post and share events, you know, on um, my social media pages, what Thank have you. you, or, and I hope they're blessed by the, the performance earlier, man. I hope so, too. Man. I hope so. Man, just hearing you practice, I was like, this guy here, this guy here is on another level, bro. Oh, man, that's, man, but, that's um, God's work, man. Keep it up, man. And, I um, my brother. I guess that's it. Thank you. Love to you, my brother. Love it to you, bro. God bless. Peace. Peace.